Hi, this is your host, Pete Bloom. Welcome to American Heroes Network. Our core mission is serving the brave men and women who have sacrificed to ensure our freedom. You will hear true stories from those that have served, learn about veteran organizations and resources, and gain hope for your future knowing American Heroes Network, your community, and other veterans are here and at the ready to serve and help you and your family. We will talk about the hard topics like PTSD and TBI. You will also hear military history, inspirational stories, learn about networking with the community, and more. So come join us and be part of our family. Today's guest is a military spouse and the web designer and administrator for American Heroes Network. I would like to welcome Mary Crozier. Mary, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. And I'd like to start off by saying, Mary, thank you for being part of the team. I know you've dedicated lots of time and effort on the new website for American Heroes Network. And that's really an important step in making American Heroes Network a great success. So I'd really like everyone to get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us about where you grew up? I was actually a Navy brat, so I got to grow up in a lot of great coastal places like Pensacola and Jacksonville, Florida, Hawaii, and Newport, Rhode Island, and then some other inland places like Virginia. But yeah, it was a great life. Well, now, you said Jacksonville, so I have to bring this up. That's right by St. Augustine, correct? Yes. So that's one place that I've always wanted to go so bad. So we should just tell everybody right now who doesn't know anything about St. Augustine. They got a beautiful old military fort up there. There's a famous lighthouse. They got one of the best wax museums, and at least in the United States. So great place to go and visit, and I want to go up there myself so bad. Yes, I need to get back there because I have family pictures of when I was like eight years old, going to all of those places that you mentioned. But I don't have a specific memory of it, so I need to go back and relive that. I just can't wait. I mean, it's like on my bucket list. I'm getting up to St. Augustine. I'm going to go see all that stuff. So <laughs> That's great. So did you have any military family members or relatives that really kind of influenced you to do what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would say a majority of the men in both my mother's and father's family have served our country. Many Marines couple of Army and a couple of Navy. And then I guess I should also say, obviously, I was a Navy brat. So um, my dad also went through OCS in Pensacola. And that was when I was about four years old. Wow, that's really a lot of history. Did you hear many stories growing up? You know, I would say I didn't hear any specific stories. I don't think, you know, a lot of times they were actually war veterans. And so they didn't talk about specifics, at least not with me. But yeah, I think there were probably those conversations going on. I just wasn't a part of them. Well, yeah, I kind of know how that is, too. I mean, you know, my dad also was in the Marines. And I think a lot of times me and my brother were just too busy running around to even bother to sit down and hear any kind of stories. I think when we're younger, we just don't maybe appreciate all that stuff so much because we don't understand. But as we grow older, it becomes a lot more important, I think, as we grow up. Right. Exactly. And I will say that most of their children also chose to serve their country as well. So I think it's had a huge impact on the legacy of our family. That's so awesome. So did you actively support those in the military in your earlier years? As a Navy brat, I remember specifically attending many family events and squadron events and barbecues and different things to support families specifically. And so I've carried that with me. 
It was fun as a kid. And then as a young wife, I was supported by senior spouses, especially when I had young children who led the way and were great mentors. And now I'm excited to be able to do that for the next generation of young families. Awesome. It's always really cool how you can see each generation sort of pay it forward to the next one. And, you know, we pass on our knowledge and stuff like that. And it sounds like that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I try to. You know, it keeps getting better and better. You used to hear so much negativity about the family groups and the spouses' clubs. There are no more clubs. And so a lot of that has gone by the wayside. And so, yeah, the new generation and then even the younger spouses are just leading the charge to doing great things and just showing all spouses that you can do so much that your career doesn't need to be hindered by the fact that you're moving around. And of course, technology helps make this all happen. But yeah, it's great to see and help support them in their endeavors. And you know what else? I mean, basically sort of flows right along with that is things are changing when it comes to spouses just because it seems like in the old days, people didn't even talk about spouses. They didn't think about it. It was just the veteran. And so many organizations today, the military itself, I think everybody has come to realize that the spouse serves too and takes care of the family and is the CEO of the house when the spouse is deployed. So now families are more towards the center of what's going on instead of out there on the fringes of, I hope I can find some help somewhere. Right, exactly. Well, you know, if it's not working for the family, it's not going to work for the active duty member for very long. So it really is in everyone's best interest to help make it work for the entire family, to include the kids as well. Completely agree. So as a military spouse, what do you do in relation to the military now and where do you do it at? At this point, I generally act as like the senior spouse for family readiness groups. And I focus on basically advising at this point. And if I have experience or if I have some history, I can share and help pave the way just with knowledge that I have from previous experiences then I try to help out in that way. But I also just try to stay out of their way and let groups do their thing and support each other. You've also always taken care of the kids and you even have your own career, right? Yeah. And I've done a little bit of both. As many military spouses can attest that every time you move, it's always interesting to see how that's going to land. And then also, too, as you add children on board, you know, maybe three was that point where you needed to step back and really focus on family or, you know, what have you. Everybody's situation is completely different and you have to make it work for each individual case. But I've been lucky enough to choose to stay and raise my kids full time, which was really important for me personally. I lost a brother when he was very young when I was eight. And so that just really had a huge impact on me. It was very important that I wanted to be around for my kids. And I was willing to sacrifice financially to make sure that would happen. But in the meantime, you know, you still have aspirations and you want to be mentally challenged. So I actually ended up having several businesses along the way. I dabbled in some real estate and investing and property management you know, some really interesting things along the way. And then now I actually am working in Salesforce as a Salesforce administrator. 
All right. Wow. So now we've really got to talk about that. I happen to be a big Salesforce fan, and uh, that's because I've heard of a program called VetForce, where Salesforce is willing to give veterans free training. I even enrolled in that program. So now I have begun my journey to become a Salesforce administrator down the road. And now since I found out you're doing it, I know I have a mentor. So we'll be talking about that in the future. Can you tell me more about it? Someone recommended to me because I was actually going down the tech path. And obviously, as you know, I'm associated with American Heroes Network by helping with the initial web design and administration. So I had been learning different coding languages, helping people, helping entrepreneurs with their websites and some branding. And as I was doing that and looking for some CRM, customer relationship management options for these entrepreneurs, I came across Salesforce. It wasn't the right tool for them at the time. And I was quite frankly disappointed because it was something that you could do everything with. The possibilities were just endless, but I didn't have that option to use it at the time. And then somebody told me about VetForce and how you could get in there for free and go and see if it's something you wanted to pursue on a long-term basis. I started, and within a month, I finished my first trail. And I knew from that point forward, everything else that I had been pursuing, because I'd also been dabbling in some user experience and seeing if I wanted to go that route more specifically, I dropped everything else and just went full charge ahead with VetForce and Salesforce. Wow. If you decided to drop everything, it must be good. So I'm glad I decided to get started. Tell me um, what it means if somebody's a Salesforce administrator. Yes. So any veterans, active duty, retired, military spouses, active duty, retired, you can go to just Google VetForce and get started that way. Sign up. There is a, you know, you have to go through some qualifying to ensure that you qualify. But after that, you jump in and the minimum certification that you can get is the Salesforce administrator. And you have to have that to pursue others. That's not totally true. It's the recommended route is to get that one first. So um, hop on that Salesforce administrator trail. And then when you finish that, you will have the option to take a week-long course or to go directly and take the certification exam. You don't have to take the course. You can go directly to the exam, but I recommend you take the course if you can. They do it online or in person, so there's really no reason not to, except for that it is full-time all day for five days, but it definitely is a huge benefit, and it's worth about $4,500, so kind of tells you right there that it's a huge investment that's being put into you to do well. And then the voucher also is worth 200. So it's $200 normally to get that certification. But when you finish a trail, that force will actually give you a voucher, which is incredible to me. Salesforce in general is, it's basically where you can build applications that allow users to be more efficient through process-driven interfaces which is, I don't know if that's too vague or too specific, but basically you're building processes, you're making businesses more efficient, you're helping their users get more out of the information that you're getting from your company. 
companies or groups or nonprofits, you're bringing in probably a lot of data and information, but are you using it? Do you even know what it's telling you? So Salesforce, one of the things that it does is helps you bring in that information so you can decipher and then make bigger and better decisions. And one of the really great things about this whole thing is I have seen over and over again how in so many cities and so many states that Salesforce administrators are in a huge demand. And this is something great for veterans transitioning who want to go back to a hometown or even spouses who, even if their you know, significant other is still in the service and deployed and they can do this. Right. Really I will say there's a caveat of... The first thing I read or heard somewhere was that it takes about a year because even if you can get certified within a couple months, you still need experience before anyone is going to want you in their organization tweaking things, which makes sense. And so you really need to get that year of experience. And to do that, you should be volunteering. That's what was recommended to me. And I have to say that working with other Salesforce senior admins and volunteering and getting the experience in different, they call them orgs, different orgs. So nonprofits, doctor's office, financial, different things help you not only figure out what you want to do and which direction really interests you, but it also gives you that experience so that when you go into interviews and on your resume, you can say, Hey, I've got this year of experience which is really what you need for anyone to take you seriously. I know that there are some people who get jobs just based on, say, their military experience, and then they work on that admin certification after. And that's always an option, too. So I'm speaking of really, there are definitely a lot of instances where people come back and say experience is really what counts. So it's not a quick, like, if you need a job tomorrow or next week or next month, then go out and get whatever job you need to suffice and then work on this in the evening. It's not a quick fix, but it's definitely a great option. It's the best option ever if you like working in tech, if you're willing to relocate, if you're willing to travel, and if you're willing to work on location. Unfortunately, I think for active duty military spouses, we have unique situation where we can't relocate. We are where we are for three years or so, and then we're probably going to move. So we really need something that's going to move with us. A lot of times because of our volunteer responsibilities or the fact that we're probably the primary parent, we probably need something remote, you know, full-time remote or at least flexible. So those things make finding a long-term career solution a little bit more challenging. And to be fair, I have not found that solution myself yet. So as much as I am really enjoying learning Salesforce, I've enjoyed volunteering and being a part of organizations and helping them. And I'm really enjoying helping senior consultants. And that's how I'm basically working right now is that I've picked up small jobs from senior consultants to help them with their workload, which has been great. Maybe that's the long-term solution for many military duty spouses. But yeah, I have yet to find that perfect career with a company with all of those demands that we have. 
So I'm hoping in the future, if I keep talking about it, maybe somebody out there will have a solution for active duty military spouses. Well, you know, that's all very, very great advice. And you probably said some very important things there that spouses need to take into consideration before just jumping into this. I do know that one thing that I think, if I understand correctly, is Salesforce or VetForce does have a really good program as far as being able to communicate with community all over the nation and, you know, learn more and find out the best ways to do things or the best places. Can you tell us anything about that community? Yeah, I mean, the Vet Force community is amazing. You can reach out and you will definitely get responses and people who are willing to go above and beyond to help. There have been a couple of times when, especially initially when I started volunteering with nonprofits, that some great big names, you know, heroes and mentors that I had been kind of watching their path were eager even to take an hour phone call with me to just walk me through an idea that I had. And where do you get that? Maybe only in the military have I ever seen that same kind of community where people are willing to go above and beyond to support each other. And so I created the Vet Force Mill Spouse Group specifically for this reason. And that is where some of the senior consultants that got their start with Vet Force are in my Vet Force Mill Spouses group. And so that helps, obviously, because they have that connection. And so when I reached out, they were eager to help me. That's awesome. And that is community. And what's interesting is how you said it. It sort of has a military feel because the only other place you've seen that kind of givingness is in the military where people do you know, want to help lift others up, help them get promoted, help them be leaders. So that's awesome. Right. Exactly. So that's why I'm happy to carry it on in that Bet Force Mill Spouse group. So Mary, how did the connection to someone that served change or influence your life? I would say I grew up appreciating the depth of service that's given by each sailor, soldier, and their families. Because of seeing my family and seeing so many other families serve and sometimes give their lives for our country, that's just always been a part of who I am and my expectation for my family and for other families. I don't take it for granted that what we do and why we do it. Yes, I completely agree with that. You know, we always try to help each other and, you know, just carry on our traditions and make the younger generation understand. And hopefully we can influence others the way that we've been influenced. Why did you join American Heroes Network as a board member? So I read Jim's request for help and just knew it was a cause I could rally behind. We happened to be in the middle of moving from Japan to San Diego. And though I was still living in a hotel, I offered to help because it also happened to coincide with the time when I was between clients and commands. So I could devote some significant volunteer hours towards helping for a change with something new and different, which I was excited about. I also have an uncle that I was close to who served in the Vietnam War. And hearing Jim's story really made me wish that that uncle was still with us today so that we could share his story, or at least that he would have this community. You know, I'm definitely sure that your uncle would be proud of what you do for family readiness and also how you're part of the American Heroes Network team and all you've done for the website. I believe in that. Yeah, I think so. Why is American Heroes Network important to you, Mary? I think it's important that these stories are preserved 
And I also think that it's important for veterans and their families to have platforms that focus just on them and then sharing the various opportunities and outlets that can help them with their needs, especially as they get older. I can really agree with that because people tend to forget a lot about history and, you know, what those people that came before us have done for us. American Heroes Network, you know, we want to preserve those stories so that people don't forget that others have actually given their lives so that we can have the freedom and the great lives that we have today. I think we're really blessed. We are. Exactly. So going forward, what do you plan on contributing to American Heroes Network? Well, I'm excited to have been part of the transition from what was a radio station and stagnant website to the new fresh website and now podcasts. You know, I was part of the original design and it's going to grow and morph into what's needed in the future. And I'm just excited and happy to be a supporter and an advisor and a cheerleader for the team and all of the veterans that age and will serve in the future. So, Mary, you know, one of the things about veterans trying to help other veterans and help spouses and vice versa, you know, we're all trying to help each other and lift each other up. You know, you talked about what you're doing. You talked about Salesforce and the possible future opportunity to get more heavily involved in that. So by you talking about it and sharing with other veterans your story and what you know about Salesforce and VetForce, someone may hear that and you may get the greatest opportunity that you ever could have imagined. And that's kind of what this is all about is us sharing stories to help each other and letting other people, families, children, letting them all know, you know, that we're here for them and that we want to lift them up and we want to help them have a better future. So I wanted to definitely say thank you for coming on today and being part of this podcast. I know you do all this behind the scenes stuff and we're bringing you out from behind the curtain and saying, you know, please talk to us and tell everybody about what's going on. So it's appreciated and, you know, I look forward to working with you. And if people wanted to reach out and contact you and talk to you about anything that they heard today, is there a way that you would like to be contacted? Yeah, I think the best way is through LinkedIn. Look me up at Mary Crozier. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. And as I said, I look forward to working with you. Great. You too. You can find out more about Mary by visiting AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and clicking About Us, and then Advisory Board on the menu bar. In this episode, we learned about the Salesforce VetForce program for veterans and spouses, a great opportunity for those interested in the tech industry to become a certified Salesforce admin for free. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to keep coming back each week for more great episodes. If you want to talk about something you learned today, if you have questions, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, go to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and click on Contact Us. Thank you for listening.